Time now for us to check in with Vaughn Palmer from the Vancouver Sun. And a very hot topic right now, of course, is gas prices. It feels like, Vaughn, every time I drive by a gas station, the price has gone up just a little bit more. Yeah, and that actually may be the truth, (laughs) given what's going on. Uh, Premier Horgan did a media availability on Friday. And that was the first question he got, actually, because I think it's very much uh, on people's minds, and especially since Horgan promised to do something about gas prices, and he also promised to do something about affordability. Uh, so, interesting answer. The Premier said he feels everyone's pain. He knows we're going uh, into going to be a tough summer with gasoline prices. Um, despite the widespread impression that the government hasn't done anything about it, uh, he said, oh, yes, it has. He said that the government has appointed a watchdog to deal with gasoline prices. So, the Independent BC Utilities Commission, says Horgan, now has the power to demand that the gasoline companies uh, explain increases in prices at the pump. And the commission also has the power to expose uh, situations where the companies are simply engaging in gouging and opportunism. So he says uh, there is a watchdog in place. Um, People can go to the commission website and see whether they think it's an effective watchdog, but the commission does have a site, does have a gas prices site. So then, of course, the follow-up question to the Premier was, well, what if, you know, I mean, first of all, people can't afford it, and second of all, what if they do find this evidence? And he said, well, you know, the government has power to take action. Oh, really? And what might that include? Would it include, for example, uh, putting off the next tax increase on the carbon tax, which kicks in on the 1st of April? Or can say, well, everything's on the table, You kind of get your hopes up at that, don't you? Everything's on the table, you know, if there's a crisis, the government will take action. But then he kind of gave away uh, the game when he said, well, everybody in British Columbia realizes this situation is because of an international crisis and international factors. So don't get your hopes up. I don't think he's going to give any tax relief on this thing. I don't think he's going to change any regulations that would make gasoline cheaper here either. I think he's going to stick Putin with the blame, just like we're sticking him with everything else. It's interesting. I feel like it's almost just a notice to gas companies because we saw something similar with Francois-Philippe Champagne on the federal side of things over the weekend, where he mentioned that as the Competition Bureau, they're going to be keeping an eye on gas companies to make sure they're not gouging. And it's almost like they're just telling them, we've got our eye on you. Yeah, (laughs) to be completely cynical (laughs) cynical about it, uh, I think the premier is saying, look, if you're going to do it, make sure this is your excuse, right? You know, like, like, you know, just sort of point to what's going on in the Ukraine and blah, blah, blah. By the way, uh, Simi, I'm sure you noticed it, that there was a big rally at the B.C. legislature on Sunday. uh, And... uh, you know, uh, this is newsworthy. Uh, great big rally at the legislature. My colleagues who covered it, no reporters were spat on. No camera operators were pushed to the ground. Uh, very well behaved. No horns were honked. And nobody suggested that having to wear a mask is the first sign of a fascist takeover here in Canada. No references to the Nuremberg trials. Uh, of course, the subject was what's going on in Ukraine. And, Simi, I don't know, maybe the sight of something that actually smacks of fascism going on in the world has brought some perspective uh, to some of the people out there protesting about masks and vaccination passports. I hope.
Yes, we would hope, right? It's a very different atmosphere. You're absolutely right about that. Uh, but speaking of what else is going on to you mentioned Friday, that, that was also the big announcement on Friday, wasn't it, about the rearranging of portfolios? Yeah, so the Premier announced this new ministry that's been in the works for over a year, and it is a single ministry, the Ministry of Land, Water, and uh, Natural Resource Stewardship. And the job of this ministry is to sort of pull together all of the permitting, all the licensing, all the regulation and management of what used to be called crown land in British Columbia, water resources, and to work with First Nations uh, on the co-management of those resources. So it's a very, very ambitious, uh, huge job. They took pieces of five ministries, put it together in one ministry, and everybody in the bureaucracy is aware that uh, the Liberals tried this twice and it failed both times, so it's not as if it hasn't been tried before. Um, The really interesting thing is that way back after the last election, Horgan appointed the newly elected MLA for Skeena, uh, sorry, Stakeen, Nathan Cullen, former federal MP, gave him the job of presiding over setting up this new ministry. So Colin took part in one of the most ambitious consultations uh, ever attempted uh, by government, uh, spent well over a year overseeing this, delivered the finished product to the premier in the last couple of weeks, and he's not the new minister. I, I mean, I was very surprised. I think many people in the public service were as well. Uh, why, said Horgan? Well, he, instead, he appointed the Minister of Municipal Affairs, Josie Osborne, as the new minister in charge of this new ministry, and he gave Colin her assignment. So it's not a demotion uh, for Colin. He's the new Minister of Municipal Affairs. But why? It's really an interesting explanation. Horgan started off, Simi, by saying, well, he'd always had Osborne, Osborne in mind for this job, which doesn't explain why he didn't ask her to set the ministry up. Uh, But then he said, you know, um, Nathan Cullen comes from a part of the province where there's an awful lot of issues involving land and resources, and he has a lot of friends and constituents uh, with an interest in all this, and I think he was referring to First Nations, and basically um, he doesn't think Cullen could have handled it. So Cullen is, as I said, he's not demoted. But, of course, the challenge on this, Simi, is that this is a very, very complicated and demanding new ministry, and essentially the person who knows it in depth is not going to be in charge of it. Hmm, that's interesting. Then, And also, like, do we fully know what goes into which ministry and where? Well, uh, <laughs> a very interesting moment in the press conference. So a brand new minister, and you don't expect her to be up to speed completely on the new ministry, but she got asked. There's a deadline approaching for licensing of applications to access groundwater in B.C. So it's the ministry's name includes water. So you'd think, okay, they're going to know what's going to happen with groundwater. Uh, uh, Osborne got asked, Simi, she said, well, I'm a new minister. I'm going to look into it. And Horgan jumped in and said, hey, she'll be on this within an hour. Well, Actually, the Premier's office now admits that groundwater isn't in the new ministry, what? and it was clearly <laughs> spelled out in the briefing notes, and anybody who read the briefing notes would know that. Apparently, neither the Premier nor the new minister was up to speed on the structure of the new ministry. I hate to be mean about this, Simi, but 
Nathan Cullen could have told them that if they'd put him in charge, because at least he knows what the new ministry looks like. So it's not a very encouraging launch to one of the most complicated ministries in government and a huge challenge ahead. Wish them luck, but I have my doubts. Well, given that it is so complicated, you'd think they would kind of, that's kind of a basic thing to nail down is who is responsible for what. I agree. And, you know, there's a huge number of interests, stakeholders from First Nations business, land users, people with permits, all of whom say there's already a backlog in permitting. This new ministry is supposed to expedite approvals. Believe it when you see it. A brand new ministry with bits and pieces of five other ministries in it and overlaps, uh, and the fact that some of the stuff is still with the original ministries, don't get your hopes up. I think we're going to be reporting that it's even slower than it was before. We shall see. Vaughn, thank you. Bye-bye.